Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, we are back here on the Ohio, and always love having local journalists, including colleagues. Uh, he works with me at the Columbus Dispatch, and uh, you can see his stuff on other Canal High newspapers, too. Uh, Columbus Dispatch Health Report, Max Philby. Max, thanks for coming on. How are you today? Good. Thanks for having me, Chris. Very good. So, Max, recovery health, obviously, you're busy because COVID has been happening. I wanted to talk about two projects you're involved in. Um, uh, you started a new Substack, which I always love it when people start new things, and I'm like, man, I want to do one of my own. Uh, it's called Inside the Curve, where you talk about stuff that you've written and you spotlight other stuff around Gannett, Ohio papers. Tell me about it, um, and why, why should we sub- subscribe to it? Yeah, no. So um, I, I started it about two weeks ago um, mm-hmm. and really just came up with the idea for the newsletter um, because I was reading a lot of stuff online about COVID, um, as I'm sure many of your listeners are. Um, and even just kind of looking around on social media, you know, I realized there was a lot of misinformation out there. Um, and I kind of wanted to come up with a way to show everybody was I, what I was reading. Um, you know, I've found myself in conversations with people a lot where I'm like, oh, you know, I read this or saw this. And they're like, well, that's completely different from what I've heard. And I I think that there's a lot of, like I said, misinformation out there and potentially people aren't necessarily reading the best stuff. So I thought this was a good way to help people uh, find that stuff without having to try too hard. Yeah, and, and your bosses are happy because obviously it's a lot of stuff that you write and our colleagues right here with Dispatch so and Ohio Papers. And yeah, it, it's a great venue. Um, we were talking about this beforehand. Um, you know, people that we were connected with on Facebook and everything, sometimes you look at it and say, are they really getting the right information? And it's a great tool for just sharing. And it's a free resource. We're going to have a link to it in the podcast notes. So sign up, subscribe to it, and share it with your friends and family. And it's a great way of saying, hey, here's some more good information about COVID. And without getting the huge arguments about COVID, it's a great way of getting accurate information out there. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm trying to use it to spotlight a lot of good work um, that reporters at the Columbus Dispatch are doing um, and around the USA Today Network. So it's a good way to stay informed from all of your favorite Ohio reporters. And since we all work for the right the same company, even though I'm doing this separate from my work, obviously I'm very um, friendly with my work. And, uh, yeah, definitely promote, you know, support local journalism. You see that hashtag around. And, yeah, definitely support the dispatch. And good night. I, I think they had a, what was it, six months for a dollar sale last week. I think right, right. now you can get three months for a dollar. What better way is supporting local journalism? And even if you don't understand what local journalism is, hey, you want to find out what's going on. I mean, we're in COVID. We've got 
three different things going on between turmoil in politics to uh, sadly some of the um, police issues that are going on. If you want to find out about that or anything else for sports coverage, a buck for three months. I mean, right. if you, if you cheaper than a subscription to almost anything else. Yeah, if you don't want to support local journalism, I, I don't know what's going on. You want to know what's happening around you, and the dispatch is a great resource for that. And the other thing, too, we're with the USA Today Network, so you get a lot of content from USA Today. And also, if you're in other parts, because we're in Ohio, we're not just in Columbus. Um, you know, I tell us to our friends in Fremont, they're like, oh, man, what's in the Fremont newspaper? Well, we share a lot of this great content from Columbus, if it's Stay House, if it's Health Coverage from Max, with all of our papers around Ohio. So even if you live in a small area in Ohio, subscribe to your local paper. And if it's a Gannett paper, you can read Max in your website, even though Max doesn't directly work with Fremont and Port Clinton and these other places, you can often read that coverage. Because if you're covering health issues, obviously there's a lot of important issues going around Ohio and stuff that we all care about. So, yeah, support local journalism and and especially what we're doing here with Gannett. And again, a buck for three months. I mean, if you want to argue with me about that, yeah, I, I was thinking we might have a, a um, contest where I'll buy, I'll, I'll take 20 bucks and say, I'll buy you 20 subscriptions so we can, you know, so our listeners can understand how important this is. And, you know, if you don't realize it's important, uh, you know, there's no threats. We're, we're here for now. But, hey, in the future, it might go away if we, you can't support it. So definitely support local journalism. And speaking about that, Max, um, you're, you're busy at work today. Um, I know you just published a story about COVID. Uh, talk to me about that. You can see that right now on the front page of the dispatch. Uh, what did you find out today? Yeah, so um, latest reporting uh, was done on basically why we're seeing COVID-19 cases drop um, recently in Ohio and nationwide. Um, Basically, what I found out was there's a whole bunch of different reasons that that could be happening. Um, and it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly one. Um, you know, for instance, one is the fact that we've begun vaccinating people. Um, and even though it's early in the vaccination campaign, a lot of the most vulnerable people, um, in particular people in nursing homes and long-term care facilities, they've all, for the most part, had a chance to get vaccinated. So it's kind of, you know, turning the temperature down on a boiling pot of water in a way. Um Another reason is that we're a little far out from the holidays now. You know, it's been a while since a lot of people have gathered and gotten together when maybe they shouldn't have because of the pandemic. Um, so we're kind of coming down off of the peak that was likely caused by the holidays too. Um, there is there is some more outside the box thinking that some epidemiologists are talking about right now. And as you can see, I mentioned in the article um, that perhaps we're starting to get to a point where there's a somewhat higher level of immunity in the community than, than there previously was. Um, one epidemiologist I talked to, you know, he talked about, well, the people who have kind of been in these essential worker roles for, you know, a year now um, and have to be around other people, there's a good chance a lot of them have been exposed or had COVID if they're going to catch COVID. So, you know, they might have some sort of some form of natural immunity at this point and aren't catching it. Um, and then you've got your set of people who, for whatever reason, aren't necessarily being as careful as doctors wish they would be and are maybe, you know, going out to bars regularly or restaurants, aren't necessarily staying home um, like most would hope. And a lot of those people, too, who who are in that kind of mindset have likely also been infected at this point. 
So in a sense, the only people who maybe haven't been infected are the people who are staying home um, because either they can work from home or, you know, they're, they're listening to all the, what all the health professionals are saying and, and staying home. So there's a chance that it's just, you know, the virus is having trouble spreading right now because the people who are out and about and seeing others have already been infected. Well, I'm kind of wondering, too, it's getting a little warm right now. I'm looking outside going, what a ridiculous comment because it's still freaking cold outside. But it's getting a little bit warmer. And But I would say, too, and again, this is my thought. Tell me if you agree or not. I, I'm thinking that, like, before winter hit, we were at 1,500. 1600 1700 so we're, i'm wondering if we're kind of getting that way because we're starting to get a little bit warmer and at least people could be outside and you could easily socially distance there that way too but in saying that though we still got to be careful because yeah our numbers today are a whole heck of a lot better than where we went with 13,000. but when you're getting 1800 new cases a day we can't high five and say all right we're done let's go out and have fun right i mean we're still in the midst of this here seriously Sure. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you know, just in the next couple of weeks here in central Ohio, I think we're going to be up in the fifties temperature wise. Um, So, you know, it it will be prime time to be able to go out and do things outside um, that we've all been cooped up and unable to do the last couple of months. You know, one doctor I talked to said the opposite can also be true, right? The last few weeks we've had some really intense, um, intensely cold temperatures, a ton of snowfall, um, and the fact is that when that happens, you know, what do we all do? Well, I think I'm going to stay in tonight. I don't think I'm going to go anywhere. So that perhaps too could be having an effect because people just don't feel like going out and seeing other people. Right. That's true. That's true. It'll be interesting. And here's a dangerous question. And I, I usually ask this when I talk to COVID reporters, obviously we're reporters, we're journalists. We, there's a limited amount of information we have. We're not health experts. I mean, we just write and quote health experts. When do you think this is going to start to go down? I mean, if you, if you had to predict, if you had to bet money on Vegas, if they were taking bets and something like that, when do you think we get to some sense of normal based on everybody you're talking to? I mean, I know it's hard to say. It depends what happens. But no, what, what's your gut say? Well, I, you know, I wish I did have a great answer because I think that I'd, you know, I'd be going and playing the lottery right now if oh, I yeah. had the right, right answer to this. But um, no, you know, I mean, there's a wide variety of, of thought on this. Um, I'm sure you saw the other day, Dr. Anthony Fauci with the yeah. NIH said that we might be wearing masks well into 2022. Yeah. Um, I know President Joe Biden has sort of predicted that the end of the year will probably feel a lot more like normal. Um, you know, I, th- I think a lot of experts have told me that they think that um, this summer will feel a bit more normal than last summer. Probably, you know, we might all still be wearing masks and distancing to a degree. Um, but if cases continue to trend downward, um, you might see some of those restrictions be lifted or relaxed. Same with this fall. Um, you know, probably this fall when we all, you know, gather for Thanksgiving, we'll actually be able to gather. It might feel a yeah. little bit more normal than last year. Well, I kind of wonder, too, they always talk about the vaccinations. I think one of Fauci's things was saying, hey, if people can get to 75 percent. But I'm looking at, you know, a lot of the naysayers out there and everybody else. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to hit that 75 percent just based on some reluctance. And not even just anti-vaccine people, but just mm-hmm. people who say, you know, I don't know if I want a shot. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are saying that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, with the flu vaccine, I mean, even in a good year, typically only about half of the public gets vaccinated against the flu, believe it or not. Um, 
So no, I think that's, you know, that's definitely in some ways clearly an uphill battle. Um, there've been a lot of opinion polls taken that it seems people are warming to the idea of the COVID vaccine, um, yeah. especially if it means an end to the way we've all yeah. been living for the last year. So hopefully that pans out, but you know, time will tell. Well, and we're very much in support, you know, keep it safe out there, social distance, wear a mask. And, you know, hey, even if you're skeptical, even if you're in that crowd that, you know, thinks it's some big conspiracy, hey, wear that mask, at least it'll go away. I mean, even if you're, even if you're in the, I won't say the reporters, even if you're a fan of a certain reporter, like used to answer, ask a lot of questions at the wine press conferences. I mean, even if, you're, if you're in that thinking, hey, Wear that mask, get the vaccine, and, you, you know, you're going in, in the right path at least. And, you know, help us out because we want to get to that better place. So, very good. Well, what's the next thing you're working on? Obviously, you know, dispatch reporters, jobs are never done. Uh, what, what's the next uh, – what's in your wheelhouse for what could be coming up next couple of days? Sure. So, um, right now working on a couple things. Um, checking back in with some frontline healthcare workers who I spoke to um, early on in the pandemic – or while uh, cases were surging this winter, um, because right now we're seeing hospitalizations decline pretty rapidly. Um, so just checking back in with them, seeing how things are going and how they're feeling about the, the recent progress made. I'm also working on a couple stories looking toward the one-year anniversary of the pandemic, which in Ohio, you know, depending on how you look at it, could be anywhere from early to mid-March. Um, early March, obviously, they had the limits uh, put in place for the Arnold Sports Festival here locally. Um, and then I think it was about mid-March before we had our first cases of COVID. So working on a few things around that that you, that you can look forward to and read over the next few weeks. Definitely. And if we're not, I mean, I follow you, so I know your Twitter, but I'm sure there's listeners out there, don't follow you on Twitter. Where can we connect with you on Twitter? Sure. It's just at Max Philby. Uh, my okay. name. All one word, all, all together. Very yep. good. Well, Max, hey, it's great to finally have you on the podcast. And, yeah, open invitation. Come back anytime to promote stories. And, like I said, of course, COVID's not going away. So I'm sure we'll be able to talk more times in the future about what the latest is with COVID. Well, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Hang on just for a second afterwards. But for everybody else, thanks for checking out the Ohioan. We'll be in touch. And thanks for listening.